welcome to the Owners Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Prue Chapman, and I'm here to help you build a better business. Whether you're just starting out or you're looking to grow your global empire, this is the place for you. My mission here is to inspire and educate a new wave of business owners. Business owners that value purpose and planet equally with profit and projections so that we can truly use business as a force for good. Here, I'll be sharing real-time, real-world strategies that I've learned from mentoring over 15,000 businesses. We'll be covering everything from entrepreneurial mindset and marketing right through to leadership, finances, growing your team, and everything in between. Most importantly, I'll be helping you build the business that's right for you. To get started, download my free guide to starting and scaling your business at theownerscollective.com forward slash start and scale. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back. Now, it has been a hot minute, and honestly, I am beyond excited to be back behind the mic and throwing down on all things good business with you. Now, over the break, I took a little bit of time out, and I used that time to listen and really to hear what the world needed and specifically what it needed from me. And I'm going to tell you that the message was loud and clear. It was that as business owners, both big and small, we have got an absolutely monumental role in creating the future that we want to live in. Now, this made total sense to me because honestly, every year when the Financial Review released their annual rich list, it makes my stomach churn. It is always a lineup of mostly white, privileged male multimillionaires posting in blue suits about capital raises and multi-car garages, which for me is total snoresville. So it caught the country girl in me, but to be impressed, I really want to see some dirty hands and some honest work in helping other people in a less fortunate position. So for me, and maybe you as well, I find the likes of people like Who Gives a Crap, Will and Bear and Patagonia to be wildly, wildly more inspirational. Because the reason that I find them to be inspirational is that they embed impact into their business model. It's about way more than profit for them. And they're really using business as a force for good, positively impacting people and planet. Really, we need more companies like these and founders like you and me to lead the way. So getting right to the point, you're going to be hearing a whole lot more from me talking about impact-led leadership specifically, both here and on my other podcast, One Wild Ride. Now, I know that some of you are going to be just as excited as me about throwing down on all things good business, and some of you might be doing a little bit of eye-rolling, thinking, Prue, I'm just trying to keep myself afloat here. We've just been through a two-year pandemic. You know, I'm trying to just keep the business on the rails at this stage. But here's what I would say to you is that every single business creates impact. And whether that's the way that you treat your staff to the toilet paper that you put in your bathroom, we've all got impact. And big or small, we all need to be conscious about all of the touch points of our business and make future thinking decisions about them. Most businesses don't have impact at the core of their business model. That's okay. But we do all need to be making decisions about the impact that we create. So yes, this way of thinking is 100% for you too. And what I love, like why I really think that business owners have this incredible role in creating the future is because we are can-do kind of people. That's what business owners and entrepreneurs are, you know, we have seen that through the pandemic over the last two years is that we are 
entrepreneurial by spirit. You know, we come up with solutions. If there is a problem, we will think outside of the box and make solutions happen. And so if honestly, if anyone is going to be leading this business revolution from the front and really considering people and planet as we move forward into a very uncertain future, then I honestly think it's people like us. It's people that have got a can-do attitude and that actually make shit happen. All right. So, Doing business this way, also I want to touch on, is not just good for planet and people, although that should be enough, but it is also good for profit. So a couple of quick stats here. Did you know that purpose-led businesses grow three times faster than non-purpose-driven businesses? And that 75% of Gen X and Gen Y folks are willing to pay more for products and services whose purposes they align with. So these are some pretty huge statistics, I've got to say, and ones that we can't be ignoring if you want to be a future thinking business. If you want to future proof your business, then people and planet should be part of your business model because it is what consumers of the future, our Gen X and Gen Ys, are actually looking for when they're buying a product or a service. Okay, so doing the right thing and embedding purpose is good for people and planet, but also let me be very clear, it is good for profit as well. So it is a win, win, win all round. Okay, with that out of my system, you know, I love to have a good rant, but with that out of my system, and I also hope to have your attention, it's time to dive in. So we're looking at the three essential elements for purpose-led leadership. And you guys know that I like to keep things pretty simple, but don't be fooled by the simplicity. These three essentials will underpin your leadership when you get them right. So let's do this thing. All right. Number one is that you need to lead with vision and integrity. So a visionary leader, a leader of the future, sees how their business and the world should be far off into the future and then acts accordingly. So they set very clear goals and strategic plans for achieving those goals, making sure that their team are fully equipped to achieve the mission. All right. That is a mouthful. But what it says is they're looking long term into the future and making sure that everyone knows their role in achieving that vision, all right? And really underpinning this vision and integrity are some core leadership traits, which I'm going to run through now. So as mentioned, they always have big picture vision, okay? So they realize these future thinking leaders, they realize that they're not just making decisions for today or tomorrow, but for the future, the far future of their company, of their team, of the people and of the planet. Secondly, the second kind of leadership value that's really important is living an examined life. And it was Yvonne Chouinard of Patagonia that really cemented this one in that a purpose-driven leader is constantly in a state of self-inquiry. So they know what they stand for and they walk their talk even when no one is watching. Now, I've got another saying that I love here around this, and that is that a fish stinks from the head down. So if there's something happening in your company that is not going so great, you really need to have a look at your own leadership and you might find some answers there. So living an examined life is a constant journey of leadership, all right? You will constantly be looking inside yourself and up-leveling and querying and seeing where you yourself can be better as a leader. Thirdly, the third trait or value that I want to mention is that future thinking leaders question everything, all right? So they're not just prepared to accept that this is the way that things have always been and will always be, but instead they're willing to question the status quo and really to be open to new ways of doing things and crazy wild ideas. 
Alrighty, so the next leadership trait is ethical decision-making for number four, and that is that visionary leaders, they make decisions that are not just best for the bottom line, but equally consider the impact and outcomes for people, planet, and profit. And in the few podcasts that I've got following this one, we're going to be diving into that a little bit more because the I think the old school way of thinking is that um, you can either have people and planet or you can have profit. And it's just not true anymore. It's such an old school way of thinking and it's not going to serve business as well to be thinking that way into the future with our Gen Y and Gen Z consumers coming through. All right. So also future thinking leaders, they take full responsibility for all that happens within their company, okay? So whether this leader is directly implicated or not, they're going to take full responsibility for the actions of their team and within their company and, of course, fix any problems accordingly. And then the final trait that I think is worth touching on, and this is a really important one, is that future thinking founders, they really have a confident outlook. So I consider this actually to be one of the most important traits of a leader is that they maintain a positive view of the future. And they do back that up with a plan to make it happen because people within teams and within businesses and companies, they are always looking to their leader for reassurance that everything will be okay. And no doubt many of you listening now own your own businesses and you would know from the past two years that really having that confident outlook is what people are drawn to um, and what really continues to allow your team to do their best work when they feel confident that, hey, you can see the future and you've got this thing and you've got a plan to make it happen. Hey friends, I'm jumping in here for a quick minute to let you know that in April, I'll be launching my brand new leadership program. Designed for future thinking founders, the One Wild Ride Leadership Program will help the next generation of change makers and innovators use business as a force for good. This program is for big and small businesses and over eight weeks, we'll be getting super practical on how to embed impact into your business and the nitty gritty of building your team, like hiring and retaining the right people, developing a courageous culture and sharing your message with the world. You'll learn how to lead with clarity and confidence for your people, the planet and your company profit. To find out more and register for the waitlist, either head over to our website or the link in our Insta bio at Owners Collective. Alrighty, let's get back to the show. All right, so the second essential element for purpose-led leadership is having a set of streamlined systems. Honestly, you know, one of my favourite sayings in business is that the systems will set you free. So really what you need to ensure here, the way that it relates to leadership is that as a future thinking leader, you need to make sure that everyone knows what they're doing, why they're doing it, and how they're supposed to do it as well. So the systems actually support everything. And quite honestly, you cannot scale your business or your message or your team without streamlined systems. So keep two things in mind when you're considering the streamlined systems that you need to scale your team and your message. The first is clarity. So really, as I touched on earlier, you need clarity on where your company is going, but this is really where you need to put pen to paper. You need to understand and be driven by your company vision, mission, values, and impact statement. All right. Now, once you understood, once you understand, sorry, what that vision is that you're charging towards, you want to support that with a very structured five-year plan and a three-year plan with intermediate goals included in there. And really the special source that comes into this planning is 
How do you want it to feel on the inside of your company? How do you want it to feel for your customers, your clients, and your team? Because that is going to give the culture within your business its very unique flavor. Alrighty, so the second aspect that you need to consider when you're thinking about your streamlined systems is structure. Okay, so once you've got that clarity piece all dialed in, you need to have a plan or a structure, if you like, on how you're going to get there. Now, this is kind of the nitty gritty, if you like, of leadership. And I am talking organizational charts, roles and responsibilities, KPIs and milestones, and accountability, reporting and ownership, right? This is what makes a business tick like clockwork, if you like, and also what allows you as the founder to set the vision and then be confident that your team are going to help you make it happen is by putting these structures in place. You also need to be really laser sharp on your hiring, who you're hiring, why you're hiring them and how you're hiring them. And then a very streamlined and comprehensive onboarding process, because that's really the positioning that each employee is going to get coming into your company. And that will give them... I guess the 101 on how to act within within your business, all right? And that's so important for team morale and for customer service and, you know, for them really knowing how to achieve a really great job. And then on a weekly basis, you want to have structuring that as well. I'm talking team meetings um, on a quarterly basis, staff reviews, as well as regular brainstorming and creative ideas sessions as well. So you can really get the most out of your people. So that was number two, streamlined systems. So number three now moving on is you need courageous culture. That is the third element for your purpose-led leadership. So a courageous company culture really describes a cooperative and collaborative environment that allows each individual and the company as a whole to thrive. So just keep those two key words in mind. So cooperative and collaborative. That's what you want it to feel like within any business. And of course, for some of the smaller businesses that are listening, I should have said this earlier, um, these might be your team that we're referring to, but it could also be your contractors as well. So, you know, I have a lot of contractors that work closely with my business on sometimes on a regular, some on an irregular basis, but I want them all to feel like it's a cooperative and collaborative environment, even if they're not even employees of the company, I want to, I want them to know that their opinion at the table matters. Of course, that's how you build great companies, of course. And what really underpins courageous culture is an environment of trust. So your team need to know that you trust them and that they can trust one another. Now, Trust, I mean, trust is such an interesting thing because you do need to embed it and lead it with your onboarding process. So having a really solid onboarding process when people come into the business, but of course, trust is earned and retained on a daily basis, I would say. I wanted to say into the future. So I want to say both of those things. It is earned and it is retained over time. And really, you need to be focusing on it every single day. And what that actually looks like on a daily basis is backing your team always. So even when they get things wrong, you need to back them. It also means really quickly weeding out any back chat or gossip as soon as you know about it. 
And it also means that letting your team know that making mistakes is okay. And that, of course, they're still going to have a job at the end of the day when they mess up, right? So as you can see from this basis, this real firm basis of trust, then absolutely anything is possible from there. But it is something that you need to implement right from the get-go with your employees and your contractors. And then you need to stand by it and stand for it on a daily basis. Alrighty team, so that is it for the three essential elements for purpose-led leadership, okay? So really we kicked off there and we were talking about vision and integrity in being a leader. We then moved on to the necessity of streamlined systems and then of course trust underpinning a courageous culture. So they are the three essential elements. And don't forget that if you do want to become a better leader, I will be launching my One Wild Ride program in April. So if you want details, simply head over to the website or to the socials to find out all about it. Alrighty team, that was fun. Glad to be back in the hot seat and I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you never want to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. I'm also dropping some juicy business building tips on Instagram. So head over to at Owners Collective to join in the fun. And finally, folks, if you're hungry for a deep dive into the entrepreneurial story behind some of the best businesses around, be sure to listen to my other podcast, One Wild Ride, where we talk all things good business, positive impact, and epic adventures with the most inspiring entrepreneurs around.